Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is Brandon Allen. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about building authority, building your leadership, growing your business. This is a podcast for entrepreneurs and leaders. So if that is you, welcome. And even if that's not you, welcome. So I want to talk today about inspiration and how we can use that to really get our employees and our team excited at work. And when I talk to business owners about their business and when their business is struggling, one of the first things I wonder about is if I went into your business Would I see people who are engaged and excited? And would I see a business owner or a leader who's the same? Because I'm a firm believer in if you're not excited and you're not doing things that are exciting, then your team's not going to be excited about that either. Now, I talked last week about building momentum, and this is why building momentum is so important. Because if we're not moving forward, we're not generating any excitement. And if, if I'm not generating any excitement, then pretty soon my job is like the movie Groundhog Day from Bill Murray. Okay, one of my favorite movies. I like Bill Murray. I like Groundhog Day. And if you haven't seen Groundhog Day, which is a shame, and you should rent it immediately, let me give you just a quick synopsis. Basically, Bill Murray gets into a situation where he's stuck in a town doing a news report on Groundhog Day about Ponxatawney Phil And he gets into a situation where the same day is getting repeated day in and day out. And so it kind of goes through him, you know, waking up, sidestepping the problems that he ran into the day before and just learning from each day how to do that day differently. All the same set of circumstances keep coming up for him. And I think in our business, we create the same scenario sometimes if we're not careful where people are coming in and it's just it's SOS. You know, we used to call this SOS. Back in the day, you know, the same old shit. That's what it was every day. We come in, we put our head down, we do A, B, and C, and we go home. And I don't know about you, and maybe this is just certain people, but I think a lot of people have a hard time doing the same thing day in and day out. It's part of the reason why I couldn't work in the corporate world anymore. It was too much of the routine. Same thing, different day. I had a real hard time getting myself motivated and excited about what that looked like. Now, it didn't necessarily have to be that way, but I think sometimes cultures just get created where people are basically a widget or a cog in the wheel, and all you got to do is just do your best widgeting and cogging while you're there. That's, that's your purpose. Problem is, that's just not very inspiring. I'm not excited about that. So if your team is struggling, either culturally or if the numbers aren't the where, where they need them to be, take a look at the inspiration of the business. Are people inspired? Are they excited about what they're doing? What does that look like? And I think the first thing that you need to do to help really create that inspiration is, is go back to the mission, vision, and values of your business. And I, I talk a lot in my book, Total Experience Design, about how mission, vision, and values is really the root of the organization. It's really the foundation of everything that happens within your organization. 
And when you look at a company like Zappos, and this is a this is a company that I think we take for granted today. You know, they sold to Amazon for billion, and you know everyone's like, "Oh, it's so obvious." Of course, they're great. Blah blah blah. But back when Zappos started, clothing retail online was not was not a high. You know, was not as successful as it is today. People were concerned. Hey, if I buy something online, how's it going to look? How's it going to feel? Am I going to like it? Is it going to look good on me? So they tended to shy away from that. And Zappos, through a vision and through a mission and through values, really overcame those obstacles to build a great company. Tony Shea really did a great job with this. And if you talk about their service, one of the things that they did was wow people through service. That that was their first core value. Now, I don't know if these are ranked in order of importance or not, but you know, wow people through service is the first core value that they list. Now, what does that look like? There's lots of ways that Zappos wows people through service. If you have an interaction at Zappos, you tend to see that people are excited about what they're doing. They they believe in the mission and the vision of what we're trying to do, but that doesn't happen overnight. That's all about intention. That's about good communication. That's about making sure people understand it. And that's about hiring the right people that fit that culture. And the problem with, with I think, some businesses is we allow people to be bad cultural fits in our organization. And then we wonder why those people don't contribute at a high level to our organization. But if you're not a believer, if you have someone who's not a believer in your business, they can't work there. You've got to have a business where you have believers. They've got to be believers in that. Now, you know, I had a funny situation where someone had suggested to a business owner that I was trying to turn their business into a cult. And I don't know that I necessarily disagreed with that statement. Now, I don't use the word cult in the truest sense of the word where we're we're not allowing people free thought and we're stifling their uh, free agency. I'm not talking about that, but I am talking about building a tribe of believers, people who believe in what we do and they're excited about what we do. And if that's what you mean by a cult, then fine. I'm okay with that because that's the kind of culture that I want. I want a culture of believers. I'm trying to build a movement with my business. I'm trying to get people excited internally so they can get people excited externally. So in my book, Total Experience Design, my my fourth point in building a, a high-level experience is the internal culture is the caretaker of the external experience. So if I want to get people from the outside excited about what I do, it's got to start with getting people excited on the inside with what we do. And you communicating the big picture on a regular basis is so helpful in that process. But, you know, one of the other things that I do to create inspiration is I, I allow free thought. I allow free speaking within the organization to a degree. You know, if it's gossip or if it's unproductive complaining, I'm not okay with that. But I am okay with people who are voicing their complaints and their concerns. And I get a lot of leaders and business owners who get so pissed when people voice dissent or concern or whatever. But listen, we've got to have contrarian voices in our organization because that's the way that it'll get better. I don't want everyone to think like me, agree with me. It's not going to work. I want some people who will step back and say, hey, I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. I don't know if that'll work. I'm okay with that. Why? Because if I want to breed inspiration, I want to create an environment where people can communicate and speak freely. 
Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to agree with what someone says all the time, but it does mean that they're welcome to bring the concern. And look, if people bring up concerns about your business and what's going on and what they're seeing, great. That's an opportunity to dig in and ask them why they feel that way. If your team doesn't share with you those dissenting viewpoints, they're going to hold them inside and it's going to affect the work that they do. And they will go from being believers to non-believers, or you'll take someone who's a non-believer to start with, and they'll never be a believer if you don't create the space to talk about those issues. Besides the fact that this is a great opportunity to figure out if there are realistic obstacles that are getting in the way of you running your business at the highest level. Dissenters are going to allow you to dive into that and figure that out so that you can minimize your exposure to things that are not serving your business at the highest level. So when people bring up concerns, that's a great opportunity for a powerful conversation on how it can be done better or how you can turn that skeptic into a believer. So allow that free thought, allow people to speak and create and be a part of the process where inspiration goes awry is when you have a dictator CEO or a dictator business owner that just wants to tell you what and when to do things all the time. This is how you do it. This is what you do. This is when you do it. Pretty soon, people just feel beat down by that. They're not excited by that because they're tired of that kind of leadership. That gets very draining over time. So give your team the space to be a part of the creation, the good and the bad. Now, that doesn't mean we put up with every bad behavior or everything that comes out with, out of people's mouths. Sometimes what comes out of people's mouths is destructive, and that's okay. But I'm talking about times where people are really just trying to committed, be committed to the complaint, be committed to the process. Allow them to do that. That's inspiring. The last thing I want to talk about is walking the talk. If you want to get people inspired, if you want to get people to follow you, and do what you want them to do, you've got to go first. And I talked about making the commitment a few episodes ago, and and I'm just going to reiterate this point because it's so important. If you want to demoralize people, if you want to be the anti-inspirer for your team, tell them to do things that you have no intention of doing or following through on. Nothing will kill their motivation faster than being that kind of a leader and a business owner for your team. So if you want people to get excited, you better be in there walking the talk on the front lines, fighting the fight to make it work. I want to know if I'm an employee that works for you, are you in this with me? Are we all in it together? Are you going to fight for me so I can fight for you? That's what I want to know. And too many business owners and leaders want to talk the walk, but they don't want to walk the talk. They want to talk about what you should be doing, but meanwhile, they live a completely unexamined life. They want to talk to you about their bad behaviors without addressing their own poor behaviors. They And that causes situations where leaders then become victims to their own circumstances. So look at how you're walking the talk. Are you being 100% a leader for your team each and every day? And when I say 100% being a leader, I don't mean you're perfect. I don't mean you don't make mistakes, but are you giving it 100% 
every day. Sometimes that means you're going to ruffle some feathers. You're going to break some things. That's okay. I just want to know, are you giving it your best shot? And I think your team wants to know that as well. So think about ways that you can breed inspiration so that you can take that inspiration and breed true excitement in what people are doing on a day-to-day basis. If you don't have that, if people aren't inspired by the work, they're not going to do their best work. And if they don't do their best work, you're not going to get to your vision as fast as you could. You're not going to fulfill your mission at the same level. So think about that as a leader. What's one or two things that you can do to increase the inspiration that your team has around what you do? How can you bring in the right people? How can you make sure that all those people are cultural fits, that believe in what you do, are excited about what you do, and are ready to fight for what you do? So I want to thank everyone for listening again this week. Hey, if you haven't rated me in iTunes, I would appreciate that. I always like that. If you haven't rated me in Stitcher, please do so. If you have, uh, again, some amigos that you feel like would benefit from listening to the podcast, please share it with them. Or if you want to share that uh, on the Webosphere, I would appreciate that as well. So again, I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of New Work Revolution podcast. This is Brandon Allen. I'm signing off, and I will talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.